podcast world. What's up out there? How's everybody feeling? I'm actually doing pretty good myself. Um, Just came out of Thanksgiving break, which was honestly wonderful. Just enjoyed my time with my family. Uh, We did get a chance to travel this year, of course, because of everything that's happening with uh, the COVID virus. Um, We had plans and tickets. to go to Tampa but that got you know of course rerouted it's okay you know we want to be we want to definitely continue to exercise caution and uh, safety and definitely my family's safety your family's safety should be at your utmost priority and also the safety of others because while we do know we are the healed of the Lord we want to ensure that others can maintain their healing as well so Yeah, uh, Thanksgiving was great, had my favorite dishes, and of course, my favorite snacks and desserts. I tried for the very first time a red velvet cupcake brownie made from scratch. Yep, I did it. Well, we did it, me and the kids. (laughs) I can't lie, my 11-year-old, he's out, he's reading directions and telling me the measurements. Okay, so for the first time, honestly, we had to go two rounds, okay? The first one, I don't even know what the heck we did, but we almost burnt the daggone house down. It, it was terrible. I, I think I tried to make it out of a cupcake, and I put it in the oven, and my son's like, oh, can we turn on the light to watch it as it rises? I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So he's like, mom, it's kind of rising and it's starting to touch each other. I said, oh, my honey, that's normal. It's it's just baking. He's like, mom, these things are huge. I go look at that daggone oven and I'm telling you, it was probably a supersized cupcake coming out of that daggone oven. It was just terrible. <laughs> I shut everything off. Some of the cupcake got like sucked into the cupcake holder. I mean, it was a mess. It was a hot mess. Did I tell you cooking is really not my thing? Like, I like to eat. Don't get me wrong. I will eat. But to cook, it's actually annoying. <laughs> so I've kind of, I mean, I I come up with recipes, of course, because of my children and I do it. But it's not something that just like brings me joy. I, y'all pray for me out there. But anyhow, it turned out good. And... I'm so glad about it that we're definitely going to use that as a new tradition that every year we try to make something new together. So that was fun. Well, look, I'm not here to talk about Thanksgiving. I'm honestly here to talk about you, me, this next year, continuing to move forward. What do we believe God is saying? So Let's get right into this. And I want to title this one, Moving Forward in Faith. Let's go. You know, I don't know what it is, but it's something about the end of the year. And honestly, towards the end of the month, that becomes very reflective for me. Are you like that? to where you just start reflecting and thinking about things that, you know, have happened, should have happened, wanted to happen, didn't happen. (laughs) And you just start internalizing just like your whole life in like a day. Well, you know, towards the end of the year, I feel like I become very reflective, but also perceptive. 
And what I mean by that is I start to really just think my way forward. Um, I start to get just like a flood of ideas and a flood of just like insight and a flood of just like energy to forge forward. And, you know, there were times when I was younger that I would just be very dismissive about those almost inner promptings, you know, feeling like, okay, I know you're a dreamer. Sounds good. Is it good? (laughs) How you going to do this? You live in Brooklyn. You in an apartment. (laughs) Y'all been in here for years. But I just remember being younger and I go out onto my terrace now, see, we call, I called it a terrace, you know, it was the projects, but I just was not, I would not dignify my life by saying I lived in the projects. I'm sorry. Maybe it was just my mental and what God was already trying to produce in me. But I just said, no, I'm not calling us the PJs. I live in a co-op, <laughs> a cooperative. <laughs> oh man, those were some times. Well, anyhow, it was a three bedroom, one and a half bath in Brooklyn and we did have a terrace that was like my one saving grace I'm so glad we had a terrace it's almost like you know if you go on a cruise if you've ever been on a cruise before and you've experienced kind of like those interstate rooms where it has no balcony and like no window and then you finally get on a cruise again and then you do the upgrade and you get the balcony I mean it's something about the fresh air so having that balcony terrace experience and we were very close to the airport I would always go out onto my terrace and I promise I would just look as far as my eyes could see. And I would see the airport tower, you know, like in the distance. And I would just imagine myself being able to get on a plane. (laughs) Had never been on a plane before, but I would just imagine what it would be like to fly, what it would be like to get out of New York, get out of Brooklyn, get out of my apartment, what it would be like to move away from home. I would just stand on that terrace and my uh, window for my bedroom, I could also look out on the terrace, but just getting out there and standing on it, it would just, you know, I think it fostered even more of a, a desire in me to get to those places. And so, you know, I just remember like, that as a child, those urges and just like that sensation on the inside that there was more for me, that there was so much more ahead. And now that I'm older, I think back to those times and I say to myself, wow, E, at a very young age, God was developing in in you the ability, one, to see But more importantly, too, the ability to believe, believe something that you could not see tangibly. But you believe that it could exist. Not even that it could exist, but you believed that it did exist and that it would exist for you. In those early stages, God was developing my faith. And I tell you now as a 40 plus year old woman, yes, I'll be 41 by the time this 
podcast releases. But now as a 41-year-old woman, I'm like, God, I believe. (laughs) I mean, I just believe God for everything. And this is why I want to spend some time really talking about faith. I want to talk about the ability to have courage in what you believe to get you to the other side. Because this is a season to press forward. This is a season for you not to just cave in, suck it up where you are, settle for where you are, and just be stuck where you are. No, this is a season to move forward in faith. So I want to ask you, what do you believe? What do you believe? Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Uh, This is the Amplified Version. It says, Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams according to his power that is at work within us. Now to him who is able, he says he's able Not only that, he's going to do super abundantly what? More than we all dare ask or think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, and even dreams. God says he can go above our desires, our dreams, our prayers, our faith. So I'm asking again, what do you believe? Whatever it is, he says, I'll go abundantly, super abundantly above that. You know, when I consider scriptures like this, I, cons- I, I can't help but think that nothing is impossible to me. Luke one thirty seven says, and nothing shall be impossible to the one who believes. You know, I think a lot of times what happens is that we try to... Let's just go ahead and say it. We try to justify what God has says has said, meaning we need something on the outside to say, oh, yeah, what God has said is absolutely true. Or we need someone to tell us, well, you know what, what you believe in? Yeah, I think that's possible, too. And I think when we go there and I'm not saying not to try to share your dreams with people people that you trust, but I would dare say only share those things with people who also believe too. And let's go further. People who believe like you too. See, because you can't go to somebody who only got, you know, well, let's just say 
apartment fee. There's nothing wrong with having an apartment to start. But they're not believing for anything else. They're okay staying in their apartment all their lives. And that's fine with them. Hey, and that's where their faith is. Or is that faith? But when it comes to you and you're believing for Mac Mansion faith, and you've got the land already mapped out in your head where you're like, mm, minimally 12 acres, minimally the house has to have X amount of bedrooms, bathrooms, it's got to have the outdoor hot tub, it's got to have all these specifications, but then you go into somebody with apartment faith and you want them to justify or qualify your belief in your God who said in Ephesians 3 and 20 that he'll do super abundantly above what you're even daring to dream, ask, or think in this season. And I think it's very important to know that God is not afraid of our dreams. He can handle them. Why? Because he said he's the author of them. I am the author and the finisher of your faith. Does that, not, that says it in Hebrews chapter 12. Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him did not consider, he despised not the shame. Instead, what did he do? He pressed he went forward. He said, I'm moving forward in faith because I see the other side. I believe in the other side so much that I can't let a man talk me out of this assignment. He knew the right hand was waiting for him. And so it's got to get to a place in our lives where it's just like, no, I know what God has said to me. I know what he's developed on the inside of me. I know my father says he can do exceeding abundantly above all I dare ask or think. I'm moving forward in that faith. I'm moving forward believing that. I'm moving forward and I'm going to achieve that. Y'all, this is a season. I'm telling you, on the inside of me, I almost feel like we got a chance, many of us, to pause for the cause so we could really settle ourselves and get settled on some things that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt we are supposed to walk in. That we know on the sh beyond a shadow of a doubt that, God, you have called me to this and I am not going to let this season go without it. Whether it's your assignment whether it's something in your uh, family, maybe God is calling you to start a family. Did you know he called family even before he called ministry? He called a man and a woman together for the purpose of family, for unity, to show forth Christ's love towards the church. He called family. So maybe he's asking you and your spouse, your husband or your wife, to go ahead and begin that same legacy. Maybe you're wondering, is it possible? You think you're too old? Listen, Sarah was 90. Now, God, I'm not asking for a baby at 90. Listen, <laughs> you can do all things. Absolutely. Just not that thing. Not in Miss Hosendorf's life. <laughs> you can do it for anybody that's listening. I'm cool with that. Listen, I will add my faith to that prayer. 
but I don't care how old you are. I don't care what the doctor said. Your body is healthy enough to carry and execute the plan of God sweatlessly. And yes, you still got enough energy in you to raise that baby till they're 18, adulthood. By the time they kids come around, you got your grandkids, you still rolling on the floor, hugging on them, playing with them, going to Disney with them, taking them out of the country, all of that too. Don't let the enemy talk you out of moving forward in faith. And maybe it's not a baby. You know, I find a lot of times too that even just having the faith to be the unique being that we are takes so much courage because we've been so filtered with doubt and so filtered with insecurities. We've been so filtered with rejection that we don't even believe that we're worth anything anymore. We don't even believe that we're called to anything anymore. We don't even believe that God can use us anymore. But I'm here to tell you that that is a lie. That is a lie. Do you see our president-elect right now? Now, I won't speak anything about his faith or anything like that, but just watching a lot of the uh, news reports on him. This man is 78 years old. I had no idea that he ran for president. This is now his third run. Can you imagine? He ran when he was a young senator, but they said he was too young. And now he's 78, the oldest. So he was the youngest man to ever run. And now he's the oldest man to ever claim the office of the presidency. Can you imagine the time in between him starting and him getting to what is now looking like his finish line? I mean, what a testimony of faith. You would think after one time, yeah, second time, okay. Third, like, I mean, you had to believe something. President Joe Biden, I applaud and really salute that tenacity and drive to believe in his calling. And not, on, not to mention the fact that he's had tragedy happen in between and some sufferable tragedy. And to see him be elevated to this height of influence in life. And if you watch him and you listen to him, you can listen and hear even the wisdom of all the years that it took for him to get there flowing out of him. And so I'm using that as an example to say, don't count yourself out. To who would have thought in a million years that a 78 year old individual would claim the office of a president? Nobody. It's unheard of. But even as he's moving forward in this new space, 
you notice that he's doing some really undareable things, some real unconventional, impossible things. Of course, the first female black vice president, his cabinet speaks to diversity, selecting individuals, Cubans, Hispanics, whites, females, I mean, of all generations and sex and not, uh, and not just political figures, but private sector individuals, individuals who are esteemed in their crafts. He's moving forward. He is moving forward in what I believe is faith. Why can't you? Why is your assignment dead? Why can't you be called at 50 or 60 or 70? Matter of fact, I think sometimes with age, the age comes the seasoning. You know, I feel like, and I don't drink wine, but you know how they say with wine, you know, it gets better over time. And so I feel like age just allows us to get so much better over time and you come out with more wisdom you come out with more substance and you know that's what faith says faith is the substance of things hoped for it is the evidence of things not seen hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 it says it is substance there's some depth to it there's some umph some stamina there's some backup power to it I'm not just coming willy-nilly. I'm not coming from a place that has no depth, that has no experience, that has no, uh, no, no know-it power, <laughs> if that's a, a phrase I can use. I'm coming from a place of knowing. I know what God has said. It's taking me time to allow what he has said to really drill itself deep on the inside of me to the point where, Lord, I feel it bubbling up on the outside of me. I feel like it's being released on the outside of me. I'm not going to let anybody talk me out of this space. So yes, I am absolutely called. Yes, I am absolutely chosen. Yes, I absolutely have an assignment. Yes, I will walk in my assignment. Where are the books? Where are the coaching classes? Where are the courses? Where's the ministry? Where shall I start it? Where will I be planned? Yes, 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 and yes, and yes, yes. That's our response in this season. We are moving forward. Yes, we are moving forward. Yes, we are moving forward and we are moving forward in faith. I just want to say with everything on the inside of me, dare to believe. Believe big, then believe bigger. Don't stop. Don't allow yourself to cower back because of what you think people may say about your faith. Don't allow yourself to shrink in because you don't wanna offend someone who doesn't want to expand out. I want you to believe. Believe it's your time. Believe it's your season. Believe it's now. Believe it's today. Believe it's forward. It's time, y'all. 
it's time for you to close out 2020 and oh what a year some up some down some some ins and some outs but you know what we're starting a new year of possibility a new year of expectation a new season that's arising upon us that's saying wait a minute 2020 may have taken me by surprise, but I'm going to take 2021 by force. It's your time, y'all. It's a new season. Why? Because you're new. So if I can give you anything on this good day called my birthday, (laughs) I just want to say move forward in faith. Listen, I love y'all. We're going to be doing a lot more. You're going to see a lot more from Ethel is Grace in this coming year than you've ever seen before. I'm looking forward to the journey together. I want to hear about your testimonies. Please hit me up on any of my social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Ethel is Grace. Let me know how you are. Let me know how you're forging ahead. Listen, y'all. I've said it from the beginning, the whole goal behind this podcast is to get you to connect with the voice of God for yourself. Why? Because God is always speaking. We just have to be willing to hear. So just thank you. I thank you, thank you, thank you for a wonderful year. This is my 20th podcast releasing on my birthday, December 17th. Thank you for joining me. I'm looking forward to this next year together because we are in this together. Have a wonderful, wonderful transition into the new year. And I'll see you guys on the other side. All right. See you for the next episode of New Season. Bye-bye.